Okay, so we're back. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we don't have a great line. So hopefully we're going to get through this because, you know, this is going to be really important what we're going to go through now. Um, so, uh, Dr. Hoffman, just so where we left off or where I stopped hearing you, as you said that you shifted your goals from just wanting more and more and, 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 and all of this to wanting to become a good role model for your children. Now, obviously, that is a complete mindset shift. And then what happened next? Tell me what happened next. Well, I decided that I wanted to be home more. I wanted to watch my kids grow up. And at the same time, I wanted to become the best version of myself that I could be. So I made myself my highest priority. And while many would look at that as being selfish, it was selfish with a purpose. Yeah. And the purpose was so that I could be more, give more, serve more, but not sacrifice myself and the people that I love the most in the process. And so unbelievable wisdom there. I mean, I really hope that doctors that are, are maybe starting, maybe at the position where I was a couple of years ago, where you've got a busy practice, now you've got young children that have been thrown in the mix. Um, and, you know, yeah. if I think of myself two to three years ago, I think about it all the time. I mean, my two boys, I've just had my third child, but my two boys are now uh, nine and six. So when my eldest was, say, one year, one year old, so about eight years ago, I was leaving before he was waking up. I was coming home just before he went to bed. I missed so many school events and that because I had to push this volume, you know, um, and uh, it was the, when I had my second son, um, it was the, the realization and I changed everything then. You know? And I'm at a point now where I, I'm almost completely working from home. Um, so um, I'm probably too involved in my kids. They're gonna get sick of, sick of me now, but- um, no, it. <laughs> Okay, great, good to know. Um, so let's just go there now. Okay, so say I'm a chiropractor, I've got young children, I'm, I'm working myself to the bone now, seeing as much volume as possible because I want to give my children and my wife or husband the life they deserve. What, what do I need to do? What's, what do I need to do to change this? Well, you nailed it in your question because the as possible part is what chiropractors are continuously chasing not recognizing that there's a huge contradiction, meaning as possible is a lie, okay? It's just a lie. You're not going to see as many people as possible. You're not going to make as much money as possible because you would totally disappear in the process and you would never ever get there because there is undefined. Yeah. So I, I liken this to uh, the American game of football, not footy, but football. Yeah. And the field is 100 yards long. And if you move the ball at least 10 yards, you get a first down. Yeah. And what I explained to docs in the situation that you just described is every time they get a first down, they lengthen the field by 10 yards. Yeah. So... so they don't know where they are on the field. They don't know where the end zone is and they can't figure out why they're not winning. Even though they may be producing a lot of revenue, they're not happy. Yeah. Because they could do more. 
So the formula, which can be applied to finances, relationships, parenting, business, practice, is this. As I mentioned, it's a linear hierarchy. So at the base of the formula, the first piece that needs to get handled is what's the vision? What exactly am I trying to create in my practice, in my business, in my finances, in my relationship as a parent, okay? So what's the vision? And when I say that, I mean, be as specific as you can possibly be. This is you being the architect of your future. You wouldn't say, I want a beach house and expect it to meet all of your expectations unless you were clear that it should be this many uh, square meters and it should face in this direction and I need this many rooms and I want a great room and I want it to be one story or two story or whatever it is, you would detail it. Yeah. And that's what we ask docs to do. What future are you willing to work towards and how will you recognize that you've gotten there. Yeah, so that's it. There's okay. an end game. There's a, there, is a, there is an arrival point. Exactly. So in football, when you get a touchdown, you don't keep running. <laughs> you don't <laughs> yeah. keep running into the stands and out into the street. Yeah. You stop in the end zone and you celebrate with your mates, right? Yeah. So docs aren't celebrating. They keep running. So vision, and I'll go through the steps and I'll also tell you what you get. And this is a coaching thing. If a step is missing or steps are missing. Okay. And this is what allows a good coach to hear what his client isn't saying. Yeah. And I think in practice, it's important to hear what our patients aren't saying. So what's the vision? What are we trying to create? Once that's clear, the next step is skills. What skills, talents, and abilities will be necessary to create the vision that we just described? You change directions from practice to podcast to uh, Facebook Live to having 2,000 chiropractors following you. Mm. You had to change your skill set when you changed your vision. So good. So once vision and skills are in place, the question then becomes the third step is why? Why that and not something else? Because docs have a problem staying motivated to continue to do what needs to be done in order to get where they haven't yet said to themselves where they want to go. Yeah. Okay. So once we're clear about where we want to go and that we have the skills or have acquired the skills or hired the skills that will help us get there, then why is that important? Why is that where I want to be? Why is that the end zone that I'm trying to create for myself? Now, before I go to the next two steps, 
I want docs to realize that this is an organic formula. You can change it anytime you want, but start with something concrete. So after motivation is resources and resources asks the question, what facility and faculty will I need? What physical, human, financial, coaching resources will I need to create the effective vehicle to get from where I am to where I wish to be? And then once that's clear, the last step is, okay, now what's the plan? What's the step-by-step -step, given all these other factors that would be my plan that because of vision and motivation, I would follow that I don't need an accountability coach behind me beating me on the head to do what I said I would do in order to chase a number that has no meaning for me. Now I'm after something that has meaning, not just for me, but for my entire family and my future and their future. So I, love it. I absolutely love it. I mean, and uh, I think after this uh, interview, I'm going to go back and, and, and look at my vision um, because like you said, it is organic and it is change. It does change. And, and sometimes that gets us stuck is that we sit with the piece of paper and we think we have to outline the rest of our life. And if we get it wrong now, it's hell on earth, you know, whereas six months time you could adapt. It, that's absolutely fine. But what I, what I wanted to ask you a bit about uh, when we talk about our why, when, if I look at, say, my drivers, there's, there's the outside drivers, so having a why that's bigger than myself, you know, contributing, you know, changing more people's lives. And then there's the why that is more selfish, for the want of a better word. But, you know, spending time with my children, you know, seeing the world, you know, having an amazing relationship. Do you find that you, you must have, both, do you find that um, doctors that don't have a why bigger than themselves get stuck? Or do you find that um, if, it, if you are just driven by your life and what you want in your life, that is usually enough? I think, and if, if docs will look at this honestly, they'll realize that their business and their practice is a manifestation of their life and their happiness and their countenance. <clears throat> rather than the other way around. Yeah. Okay. And I want docs to understand that. And the question I ask them is this, if you had a great day in the office, how would you feel? I'd feel great. Great. You had a great day in the office because you went in feeling great. Eating first. Yeah. So you caused it rather than being an effect of it. Yes. And I want them to, I want docs to realize that they're at cause. So the greater their degree of happiness, the more attractive they will be in practice. Look, it's easy to get your needs met in practice, Robert. Okay. People come in, they want to see you. They're happy. They're happy to see you. They make another appointment to come in and see you again. They yeah. pay you. They tell their friends about you. It's easy to get your needs met in the office. The problem is no one wants a needy doctor. So I encourage docs to get their needs met before they get to the office. 
And that's why I think that focus on self first is what makes sense. If you've ever been on an airplane, you know, you can always tell if there's a chiropractor because if there's a loss of cabin pressure, the chiropractor runs all over the plane trying to help people put their masks on and then falls over due to a lack of oxygen. Yeah, yeah. You put your mask on first. That's an act of selfishness with a purpose so that you're better able to assist others. Okay, so I hope, I hope that answered your question. Yeah, so you're basically saying that whatever, whatever um, you've got to look after yourself first so that you can express your, your best self to express others. And you've got to figure out well, how you're going to meet those needs and it's, so that it's not coming from the practice. It's funny you say that. One of the things that was of interesting to me when I stopped practicing is when you're not seeing those people smiling and high-fiving you every single day, you do miss it. There is a part of you that's like, something is different and I don't get it. And then you realize it's because for 15 years, you had people happy to see you talking about their weekend and you adjust them and they thank you, then they pay you. And when you don't have that happening every single day, it's almost like you, you're looking for it. And it, for me, it was a, it was a great uh, lesson that I don't like to admit it, but I was definitely getting my needs met by everyone having a smiling face uh, into the practice. Sure. And then when I wasn't clinically working with people, that had to come from somewhere else, which is amazing now because it, it was, there was a big growth period in that, uh, you know, for me. And I've gone more internal to fill that cup up. See, that's an audio thing. That happiness comes from above down and from inside out. That's it. That's it. You know, just, just like health. So uh, I, I think it's critical that chiropractors live their message, that they understand and live their philosophy. Okay, and there's a bit of uh, divinity in all of us. The problem is we hide it. I want that to come through. I want to be that role model for my kids. Yeah. I want to be that role model for my coaching clients. And I have to come first in order to provide them with the best version of me that I can. And I come first, not at anyone else's expense. That's, I come, <laughs> that's the whole idea behind selfishness with a purpose. Yeah. So that no I can, yeah, I can be the best version of me for the people that I love and serve the most. Now to give us some examples just of, of clients that you've had, you know, over the years that have said, okay, fine, I'm going to look after myself more. What have they done? You know, what are some of the things that they've changed in their life or their habits and their routines that have, that has been for themselves? Well, we typically go down three tracks, sometimes all at the same time, sometimes in some order that makes sense to the doc, but we go down a business development track, a practice development track, and a personal development track. Yeah. And they all require vision and skills and motivation uh, and resources and planning. So it really depends on what's up for the doc at the time. Sometimes going through the visioning process causes a doc to realize that he has to double his practice 
and then double it again to get where he or she wants to go. Sometimes they realize they're, they're 95 yards towards the end zone and they only have to go five yards in order to score. Yeah. And once they do, it then becomes, okay, the money piece, the practice piece is handled. Now, how can I gain more time so that I actually have the time and the energy to enjoy the lifestyle that I can now afford? That's it. And then lastly, what do I need to do to make sure it doesn't go away? Yes. Okay. So uh, those are the different criteria that we look at with docs. And sometimes the first few months of coaching are nothing more than putting the fires out that they've started so that you can create a platform for growth. Other times it's the realization that they're practically there. And then it's a question of, you know, how much time do I want to take to close this gap? Yeah. So uh, the gaps are money, time, and peace of mind. And we look at closing all of those with regard to business practice and personal development. Um, so. I mean, I'm just thinking of, of, you know, in my personal circumstances, and I still go through periods of time where that, that more, that kind of bigger, uh, must be bigger just because someone else said so, you know. Um, and then I have to think back and go, you know, three years ago, I had a vision of what I wanted, income, time with family, hobbies, all those things. And I've actually gotten to that point. And it's, it's occurred, but I don't realize it all the time. And, and you, you, you're thinking, okay, well, what's next? And then sometimes you actually got to think, you know what? I actually am living the life I wanted to live three years ago. You just don't realize it. And it's, it's quite a, a, a massive realization. If I, and if I didn't realize that, I would have gotten straight back on that hamster wheel and tried to create something new, looking for that feeling that I should have already. So let me coach you because you've gotten into the end zone and you're going, okay, I'm in the end zone. Instead of spiking the ball, doing a chest bump with your mates, uh, having a little celebration. And it's the hardest thing for me to get chiropractors to do because every time they create an illusion and fail at accomplishing it, They judge themselves. They judge themselves against others. They judge themselves against someone else's definition of success for them. They find themselves lacking. They find themselves unworthy. They find themselves not deserving and they beat themselves up. Yeah. Well, what if you celebrated your victories? What if you celebrated being in the end zone? What if you celebrated your life? You know, where you are, when people take a holiday, they call it a holiday because it's an opportunity to celebrate your life. Here, they call it a vacation. And I go, why would you want a vacation? Why would you want to vacate your life? Your life is worth celebrating, not vacating. Take a holiday. Yeah. Okay. So before we lose our time, I want... Uh, your people to understand what they produce if one of these steps or more are missing. Yeah. Because this will allow them to know and self-coach what's the piece that I need to look at. Yeah. yeah. So 
if we work backwards in the absence of an appropriate plan, your plan, a plan that you're willing to follow, what you get is what we lovingly refer to as stagnation. Yeah. That's being stuck in practice, no matter where that stuckness is. Okay. And uh, it's like a revolving door. No matter how many new patients come through, your volume stays the same. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, when a plan is missing, you become stuck. Okay. If resources are missing, the only word that ever comes up, Robert, is frustration. Okay. I know what I want. I know what to do. I'm highly motivated, but I don't have an effective vehicle to get there. So I'm frustrated. Yeah. I'm working with a client right now who can't figure out why he can't get past a certain level in his practice. Year after year, he gets there and he bounces back. He gets there and bounces back. And he's a lone wolf. He has no staff. Well, you need resources because doing everything got you to this point, but it's not going to get you past it. Yeah. Okay. So if you're frustrated, take a look at what resources may be missing that will help you get past where you're stuck at. Yeah. Motivation. Motivation asks the question, why is this important to me? And in the absence of motivation, what you get is a failure to implement, which is why accountability coaches are everywhere, okay? Yeah, I want this, I want that, I, I, I want more, but I won't do anything to get there because yeah. chances are where I am is good enough, which doesn't really fit which is why they're looking for a coach to help them get past where they are. Yeah. So motivation asks the question, why is this important? And in the absence of motivation, and I'm sure docs find this in their practice all the time. They have patients who are highly motivated in the beginning and they follow recommendations. And then somewhere along the line, they stop following recommendations because their motivation is either lacking or has changed. And the doc needs to be able to recognize that. Yeah. In the absence of skills, what you get is what the world has experienced over the last two years. In the absence of skills, you get fear, worry, anxiety, freak out, concern. And literally every new patient who comes through your door is looking for someone with the skills to help them get over what they've got. Yeah. Okay. Which is why chiropractic still exists because we help the medical failures get better. Yeah. Because the, the medic may have been well-meaning, but didn't have the skills to find where their nervous systems weren't functioning the way they were designed to function. And in the absence of a clear vision, the only thing that people produce is confusion. Yeah. Not about how to do something, but about why. Why? What it is, yeah. Yeah. Why would I do that? So I liken this to um, chocolate chip cookies. Is that something that 
your people would relate absolutely. to? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, if you look at me, you know my wife makes the world's best chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> and if she gave you the formula and you followed it step by step, but left out the chocolate chips, you'd get a great cookie. It just wouldn't be a chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. And that's why following the linear hierarchy is critical to docs creating the success that they want on purpose and by design. We started this, our pre-talk was, you know, docs usually get stuck getting to a point in practice that they unconsciously plan to get to. Yeah. And that's why they're stuck. If you want to get unstuck, you need a different plan. And that plan both needs to be conscious and the result of vision, skills, motivation, and resources, not the other way around. Yeah. Ah, Dr. Hoffman, amazing, amazing stuff. I, I really have enjoyed speaking to you, but there's so much wisdom there. I mean, if doctors just take this, get a piece of paper and just ask, start asking themselves, you know, the important questions. You know, and, and hopefully this conversation will inspire that. You know, what is it that you truly want? You know, I was doing a meditation this morning and the entire meditation was, who am I? You know, so the, the, the quality of the questions that we ask, you know, is everything. So uh, thank you again for this. I want to have you on again um, so we can deep dive into this. Um, but thanks for your time. And uh, I'm going to be, this is going to be on Facebook Live. This is going to be on our podcast. And I know it's going to help a lot of doctors out there. So thank you again. Thanks for inviting me, Robert. And um, at the beginning, I gave people my website, which yeah. is chiropracticmastery.com. They can find me on Facebook. They can email. They can contact me if they have a question, if they want to discuss where they're stuck at and what they may need to do to get beyond that. And I assume you'll publish all of that information. Absolutely, I will. I will put the links down below the videos or down below the audio and then people can contact you. And I really hope they do. I, I hope, hope they do. And I look forward to coming back. I yeah. love when I have a situation like this where I get invited back before I leave. Yeah, that's a, that's a good sign. It's a really good sign. And I, and I, I don't do it to everybody. So... There's a, there's a reason for it. You can see, uh, for those of you that are on video, you'll see while Dr. Hoffman's speaking, I'm leaning in so close. Um, that's a good sign body language because I'm just bringing it in, you know, and uh, there's, that just shows, you know, how, how important this information is. Okay, but uh, we must head off now. Um, and uh, Dr. Hoffman, we will speak soon. It was my pleasure, Robert. Thank you so much for doing what you do. Thank you. Bye-bye, my friend. Bye-bye.